This is the Strip Sack Dual Cast. I'm the Hawk. And I'm the Fat Man. All right, Monday's, Monday's games, Chiefs 26, Bills 17. Chiefs had an extremely good running game, and Bills just, again, second game in a row, they just looked like shit. Yeah, something crazy. This is this is like the first time Andy Reid ran the, ran the ball this much. He got Edwards Hilaire going out there for 26 carries, 161 yards. My only question is, Le'Veon who? All right, Cardinals 38, Cowboys 10. Um, Zeke hold on to the rock. Yeah, here's my impression. It here's my impression. Coach, I love the ball. Where'd it go? Bench his ass. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. NFC East is the worst division, I think, of all time. Well, I think, I think it's kind of easy, you know, to beat up on the NFC East. The question is, how much are they beating up on each other? I mean, my personal opinion, it, it kind of looks to me, I think Philly's going to win that division. You know, I know they only have one win, but they're – I think they can go on a run. All the games they lost have been close. It's not like they're getting blown the hell out of the water. Uh, Dallas just looked like absolute ass tonight. Yeah, I mean, that was that's the team in first place right now. And to be honest, they could very much be the last place team in every other division in football. Uh, I can't, I can't understand how you give up two turnovers in the first half, you know, then go three and out or actually you kick the field goal. And then on the very next play for the Cardinals, 80 yards, 21, three, there's no chance to win the game. I just, I just don't know how, you know, Zeke, Zeke should be, Zeke's the top five running back. He's top five running back. He's out there playing. It's, it's not raining. That ball ain't wet. Carry the rock, son. It ain't that heavy. You know, I'm pretty I, – I think it was two possessions in a row. He, he dropped it on the ground. You, you can't do that. Not when you're getting paid that much money. Yeah, Zeke was like Aaron Rodgers, you know, throwing a pick six and then on the next possession throwing another pick. That wasn't all his fault. But still, it was like it, – it's kind of the same thing. Like, Zeke is the leader of this football team right now with Dak out. We need the stars on the Dallas Cowboys to step up. You know, they can't – they can't be doing what they're doing now. Maybe Zeke can't take the heat. <laughs> I don't know. I look at that NFC East. You know, uh, Philly still has to play. Uh, they, they still have to play most of the West. You got the, the Seahawks, the Cardinals yet. They got the Saints yet. The only games I, I really see them winning is games in their division. You know, and I can't. I can't I can't sell anything on them because they have to they have to prove it against the Giants. They have to blow them out. They have to. Cuz right now I don't think it right, doesn't matter if you win by one it doesn't matter if you win by one or 51. Doug Peterson, he's a pretty good coach. He's got a Super Bowl on the resume. I I I put more faith in him than I do the rest of that division. But here's the thing. What makes a good football team? They got to blow out the bad teams. That's that's just the bottom line. You know, how, how can fans get behind their team when the only games that they win is in the worst division of, of all time? This is There's not going to be a single team with an, even a 500 record, and that's if Dallas and Philadelphia win out 
all the way to week now, week nine. Hey, you just got to win your division to get in the dance, baby. Get your ticket to the dance, and then it's a new season. Yeah, that's another topic. But, I mean, it's regarded that the worst division was in 2010, and that was the NFC West. The Seahawks were 7-9. and nine. The Rams were 7-9. and nine. The 49ers were 6-10, and 10, and the Cardinals were 5-11. and 11. That division is going to be better than this division, hands down. Hands down. And at this point in 2010, Seattle was three and two, and the card uh, and the Cardinals were also three and two. They actually had winning teams in the division. That's regarded as the worst in football. I don't know. Yeah, but but still, the winner of that division was seven and nine, got in the playoffs and won a playoff game. I think you might see the same thing this year with the with the East. They're going to come in. They're going to surprise somebody. Somebody's going to sleep on them. Somebody's going to sleep on them. They're going to come in. I think somebody. Could, I think they could steal a game come playoff time, at least one. So let's think that if you're the number, they're going to be the number four seed, and they're going to be playing the number five seed. I don't know. Right. I don't think that they could host. I, I, at least don't let them host a playoff game. I think it's embarrassing. Just go uh, in there and hit them with a the shocker. If Philly wins a six, shocker, if Philly wins a six nine and one. How the hell do you respect that? You're, you're thinking, you're thinking that uh, maybe the Cardinals or the Niners, maybe even the Rams get knocked out of the playoffs. Then you got the Saints, Buccaneers, and Carolina all look pretty decent. Well, one of them looks pretty good. And then you got the the Bears and the Packers. You know, hell, the Lions could win that division. I think the Lions look like a better football team than all four of those teams. I don't know. Moving it's on. Matt Stafford love. I do love Matt Stafford. <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, Baker Mayfield or Case Keenum? Look, man. Yeah, Baker had a bad game yesterday. Playing division rivals, playing – he was also playing hurt. You know, I they pulled him for the second half. Maybe he shouldn't even have been out there. I don't see – you can't pull him. He's got chemistry with them guys. Jarvis Landry likes him. Odell Beckham likes him. You don't want to throw the chemistry of your team off in the middle of the season. I think I think you let him go out there and play as long as he's healthy. You know, he, he can turn around. He can hand the ball off. It, it, I just – I don't see why you would want to pull the trigger and put Keenum in. You're going to so destroy he, the kid's confidence. Here's Here's my argument. They're one of the best run teams in the NFL, even without Chubb. They have Odell Beckham, and they've got Jarvis Landry. they got Austin Hooper. And this guy can't get it together. He's got, he's got weapons over there that, you know, somebody like Joe Burrow would like right now. You know, he's, he's got weapons out there that, that not a lot of players in his position have. So what I'm thinking is how hard is it to keep running the football? I say give Case Keenum a chance. You know, they went 10 straight in an NFC championship appearance with the Vikings. Give him a shot. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Well, the worst that could happen is you destroy – Baker's confidence is probably pretty shitty the way it is with how he played the other day. He looks now, pretty now confident in those – looks pretty confident in those commercials he's doing. 
Yeah, as soon as Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, let's not let's not get into commercials. Yeah, but, but it was uh, Aaron and Patrick, they're 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 good, you know. But Baker is, ba- is Baker Mayfield? Now. Baker Mayfield is the face of that franchise. You know, I would have to say that maybe they should make the face of that franchise, not Baker Mayfield. And the the other thing is, you know, Case Keenum as a starter is twenty eight and forty two. Baker's 16 and 19, so they both have losing records. I think you give Baker a chance to turn it around. Yeah, Keenum's a vet, but I don't know. I, I think you give Baker a chance to turn it around. You so know, if but if you bench Baker, but if you bench Baker and Keenum comes in and he plays lights out, what do you do with Baker Mayfield? Trade him. Does anybody want him? For all the reasons you just said. Does everybody want him? Who knows? Maybe he could be a backup for the rest of his career. That's what happened to Colt McCoy. He, he can go to New England and back up Cam Newton and Bill Belichick, turn him into what he can be. Sure. Regardless, I I don't see I don't see that offense doing much worse with Case Keenum. All right, uh, Jets. I, taking... I don't. I don't think. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I don't think it'll be worse, but but I think you gotta. You, you can't throw it up in the air like that in the middle of the season. Who's the leader of this football team? I want my, you know, I want my quarterback to be my leader of the offense. I want you to think about something. He's had three head coaches in his career. All right, they've been shit, shit, and shit. What's the common denominator? Him. He hasn't had a steady head coach. He's still the common denominator in all this. You know? Yeah, but systems change. I don't it, – it's hard to get a grasp. I mean, we've seen it time and time again where a lot of times quarterbacks, you know, it isn't until their third year with this same head coach that they start performing. Right, right. And then you got Kyler Murray over there. Then what? Well, this is his second year with Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, they were successful last year. And, I mean, let's face it, Freddie, Freddie Kitchens, he was a bum. I don't know. They're they're four and two right now, and that team is on a ready to win now basis. You know how much longer are they going to be on a ready to win now basis while you keep giving a chance to Baker Mayfield because people like the guy? Why didn't Tim guys, Tebow get that chance? That team is young. Tebow, that's a whole other topic. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, if Tim Tebow can win a playoff game and never start a game after that. Why the hell can't Baker Mayfield, who can't get to the playoffs, get only, benched for somebody else? Not only did Tebow not start another game after that, they didn't even let him play quarterback after that. Yeah, you know well, I got a lot of Tebow love. Well, why don't we why don't we go see what Baker Mayfield does at fullback? Let let Case Keenum hand him the rock. <laughs> Put him at tight end. All right, moving on here. Jets tanking for Trevor. What do you think? Uh, is there any other reason they would suck as bad as they do? I mean, they looked lost on Sunday. They looked lost. Sam, Sam Darnold, yeah, he might end up being okay. You just don't know. I think what they want to do is they just want to – they're going to keep Gase around all season. They're going to keep trucking it. And then they're going to go ahead. They're going to get that number one pick. And then they're going to grab Trevor. And they're going to, they're going to run Sam Darnold out of town. They're going to put all the blame on him. I say they, I say they make a trade. You know, if they're if they're if that's the ultimate goal is to tank for Trevor over there, I say they trade Sam Darnold while they still have 
you know, while they still have some value with them. Now, there's well, you don't plenty of teams him. that will – plenty of teams that would you take wanna, him. You don't want to trade him now because then everybody everybody's going to know who you're taking in the draft. You're not going to have that little bargaining chip. We saw it happen to the Cardinals the year they drafted Kyler Murray. Everyone knew they were shipping Josh Rosen out of town. So even though they had that number one pick, they didn't have any leverage if they did decide they wanted to stick with Josh Rosen leading up to the draft. I don't know. Maybe you trade Sam well, Darnold just, to, to the Browns. Well, here, here's the other thing to think about, right? A lot of people like Sam Darnold. It is what it is. Their college careers, Trevor Lawrence, 68% completion percentage, 81 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. You know what Sam Darnold's was? He had a 65% completion percentage. He only threw 57 touchdowns, and he had 22 interceptions. They're Trevor still- Lawrence is the man, and he's going he's gonna to be the man for the New York Jets. I'm not going to argue with that. All I'm going to argue is trade him while he still has while he still has value. He'll What's still, the worst going to happen? He would have. He would have. Who's value better? Even after who, who's better? Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum, or Sam Darnold? <laughs> there you go. Case Keenum. <laughs> he might be. I mean, but still, I mean. Do something with the guy instead of that's yeah. somebody that I don't want to see them waste his career on. He's got all that. He's an arm talent. He's smart. He's he's a playmaker. You watch Sam Darnold. There's flashes of greatness. You watch those other two guys. You're just like, man, man. Well, here's the thing that turned here's. I hate to go back to it, but the thing that turns me off with Case Keenum is you brought it up. Minnesota, you went on a ten win run, got him in the got him deep in the playoffs. You know, even Minnesota knew hey, this isn't the guy. Denver dives in, swoops him up, gives him a contract. He's out of Denver the next year. I just – there's got to be a reason, right? And I'm sure them scouts and them coaches, they know a hell of a lot more than we do, unless they're named Adam Gase. Still coming for your job, by the way, bud. You better look out. But uh, This time with a Cardinals hat, a Dolphins jersey. I just, I just don't see it, you know. All right. Uh this is how we did this week. Uh, I finished with a record of eight and six. I've got a one game lead on the fat man who's seven and seven. And we're going to go in and talk about our power rankings as of right now for week six. Uh, we're going to start up at number one. I got the Titans at number one. Uh, they look like a complete football team. I know that they had to come back and play a close game, with the Texans, and they had to win in overtime. But Derrick Henry is probably the best running back in football right now. He's a beast. Nobody wants to tackle him one-on-one. Ryan Tannehill is efficient. You know, he's got the most game-winning drives in the last two years. And, yeah, I I don't really see a whole lot of teams beating them right now. So, I went ahead and I put the Pittsburgh Steelers at number one. Big Ben's back. He's rocking it. Defense looks good. Offense looks good. They're really clicking. They're five and zero too. Uh, I, they're going to win their division. And Mike Tomlin's a damn good football coach. And it, just look at last year. Just look at last year with Mike Tomlin. All the shit they put up with, and they were still a decent football team. Still, the highlight of the year was Miles Garrett trying to trying to kill Mason Rudolph. I think, but that's beside the point. Just just so we know, if uh, if Mason Rudolph said what everyone saying he said to Miles Garrett, I think Miles Garrett was in the right. 
I'd have hit him in the head with his own helmet too. Oh, would have been nice to see helmet, helmet attempted murder times two. <laughs> Manslaughter on the football field. Yeah. All right, number two, I got the Steelers. You know, besides the Titans, I feel like that's the other team that is a complete football team. Yeah, they run pretty well. You know, who the hell is Chase Claypool? <laughs> guys, yeah, just, that, that's guys amazing. Cra- crazy touchdowns on the season. The, the crazy part is we kind of flop picks here. I I went ahead and I put the Tennessee Titans at number two for all the reasons you just listed. Again, <laughs> goddamn Tannehill. God, you love Tannehill. All right. At three, I got the Seahawks, and it was kind of tough to put them there, but they are undefeated. You know, they have one of the worst defenses in NFL history in terms of yards per game, but they have they have ten to- they have ten turnovers on the year, and you know, Quandre Diggs and Jamal Adams haven't been on the field together since the first quarter of the Patriots game. I really want to see how they do together in tandem. And I think we're going to get that week uh, week seven against the Cardinals. So I went ahead and I put Seattle at number three as well. Just one name, Russell Wilson. <laughs> you can't – the guy – you know, the guy's running around out there. He He's just something special, boy. And that connection between him and D.K. Metcalf. He's got D.K. Metcalf running around out there looking like Terrell Owens. Yeah. Uh, number four, I got the Chiefs. Um Kansas City, Kansas City's played some ugly games this year. And, you know, they found a way to win. That's one of those things like good football teams find ways to win even in ugly games. And, you know, last night we saw the Kansas City Chiefs put on a clinic on the ground game. So not only – they're the other team that is looking like a complete football team. And that's pretty scary that they can run that, efficient, that efficiently with Patrick Mahomes. I went ahead and I put the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this slot after the after the beat and they put on the Packers. Uh, I don't I don't see how you don't because the Packers are a good football team. Uh, we touched on it a little bit. They make they force Aaron Rodgers into his first pick six since he was running around wearing diapers. I just don't. It, it's Tampa. I put Tampa Bay here. I, I see them probably, even though I have Seattle ranked ahead of them, I, I have a good feeling that that's going to be the NFC Championship game we're looking at is Seattle-Tampa Bay. I hope so. Um, number five, I got the Ravens. You know, Lamar Jackson. You know, the guy The guy's amazing. You know, he might not be the best passer I've ever seen, but if he could somehow start dialing in like Michael Vick did, you know, when he was with the Eagles – and Lamar Jackson just starts doing the same shit. You know, this guy, he's going to be damn near unstoppable. So at five, this is where I went ahead and I slid Kansas City in. Defending champs. They're running the ball. Like you said, Hilaire looks good. Mahomes is something special. They got Le'Veon Bell coming next week. It's going to be hard to stop that offense. All right. Uh, number six, I got the Chicago Bears. In my opinion, that is the best defense in the NFL right now, leading by Khalil Mack, who likes to just throw linemen on their ass with one arm. That's who I got. Hardoken! <laughs> it was more like a Zangief power slam. Just <laughs> Khalil Mack out there choke slamming dudes. 
so here's where I went ahead and I put the Green Bay Packers in. Yeah, they they had a shitty game yesterday, but you can't discount them for one bad game. Aaron Rodgers, he's he's looking he's looking like they did the year they won the Super Bowl. So I don't want to count them out just yet. One, not over one bad game. Uh, number seven, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has a really good football team, and I have to agree with you that you know. The NFC Championship game might have to either go through Tampa Bay or they're just going to make it there. Regardless, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, goat-to-goat connection was on display. And that defense taking the ball away from Aaron Rodgers. And the Dominican Sioux leading the way on that D-line. That's a, that's a good football team. So at seven, that's where I went ahead and I put Baltimore in for the reasons you said. Lamar Jackson, he's good. He's running around out there looking like Randall Cunningham. Only he could throw the ball like Randall did the year he was in Minnesota. That defense is pretty solid. I, I like Baltimore. I like Baltimore a lot. I just don't think they're. I just don't think they're as good as the Steelers. They're not as complete. I honestly can't wait for them to play. All right, number eight, I got the Green Bay Packers. Uh, you know, they shanked last game against the Bucs. They just looked completely outmatched. But, you know, they, they tend to do that. They did it last year. They, they got dominated by the Chargers even, and the Chargers were shit last year. So, I mean, they're probably going to have another game like that and probably win all the other ones. And I, I even though that Aaron Rodgers had a bad game, you know, you never see him do games like that. I mean, he's just, he's going to ball out next week, guaranteed. So, at eight, I went ahead and I put the Chicago Bears in Foles I trust. A lot of Foles love. Uh, and like I said, Khalil Max just out there chokes lemon people. All right, number nine, I have the Buffalo Bills. I like Josh Allen. Uh, but he's got to play. He's got to play better than the last two weeks. You know, two, two, week, two weeks ago we were talking about this guy being a potential MVP candidate, and the last two weeks he's kind of stunk it up. Um, the Bills just look like shit playing good teams, and you know, in order in order for them to be a championship caliber team, you got to beat good teams, and right now they they haven't showed us that. I don't know. I, I think toward the end of the game tonight, they had a chance to win. Yeah, he had a rough game. It was raining. The ball gets slippery, hold, hard to hold on to. And I think up until like the last six, seven minutes of the fourth quarter, he only had – Josh Allen only had about 66 yards. But here, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to get into my number nine pick. And uh, this is a strange one, but I'm taking the Las Vegas Raiders. John Gruden. <laughs> That's all. John Gruden. They've done a good job putting that team together. There's a lot of speed there. I like the Raiders. They're going to shock a couple people. And they beat the Chiefs. I just want to let everybody know that just because he's got a Dolphins hat on and a Dolphins jersey on, he's got a picture of John Gruden tattooed on his left ass cheek. Oh, I got a picture of him right next to my bed. I, I kiss it every night before I go to sleep. Yeah. That's, That's my little Chucky. While you wear your Brett Favre jersey. My baby Chucky. Right. No, I have no, I have a dual jersey. It's it's half merino, half farve. It's it's number fourteen and says Fitzpatrick on the back though. 
<laughs> I like it. Uh, number 10, I, I have the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Kyler Murray, he, he's got 16 total touchdowns on the year right now. And I don't think anybody's really talking about how well this kid's playing. He wasn't very efficient tonight, but, I mean, he's a dual threat that has DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk. His offense is great. He's pretty special. He's a little guy that can get down behind the behind the big old hogs on the offensive line, and you you lose sight of him. You know, next thing you know, he, he ran down the yard. Or he ran down the field for twenty yards. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this guy's got Lamar Jackson wheels with like I don't know, like an arm like Joe Burrow. He's got a good arm. Yep, Just very strong. All right, Imagine uh, how dangerous he would be with a brain like Pink Manning to add to that. So I don't know. here, my, he may be smarter than we think. We don't know. He well, he he might develop into that, right? Yeah, he's got the talent. So my number ten pick is is where I went ahead and I put the Buffalo Bills in. I mean, you can't. They're still atop their division. Yeah, Josh Allen looked trashy last night. He looked, they got drubbed last week by the Titans, but Titans are a good football team. Tonight, yeah, I can make excuses for him all day long. Ball's wet, ball's slippery, blah, 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 blah. I, I still put him at 10. Man, I wonder how this is going to change next week. <laughs> all right, uh, Thursday night, Giants at Eagles. I think it's going to be a dumpster fire of a game or – I really believe that the Eagles are going to blow them out. And I, rightfully so. They, they absolutely need to. Like somebody in this NFC East has to take control and in a nice way. Yeah, got? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and agree with you. I'm taking the Eagles in this game. Uh, like I said, all the games they lost were close. And if Dallas doesn't get their shit together, then Philly's going to be winning the division easy. Uh, I trust went. I trust Carson Wentz more than I trust Danny Dimes. Even though I'd like to see Jalen Hurts get some time in there, and Doug Peterson's a, a good coach. And I just, I don't. I think it's going to be really hard on the Giants until Saquon's able to come back, and not, not NFL Saquon. I want to see Penn State Saquon. I want to see him in his best form, out there just tearing guys up. You know, it's it's really sad that the last he's been hurt the last couple of years here and there, nicked up, banged up. I get it. It's hard to key in on the guy when it's when it's all the offense has. But I, you know, I I really have a lot of love for the kid. I really I really want to see him at his best and and just out there being a being a monster on the gridiron because that's what he's capable of. Want to get you a tissue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, I shed a tear for Saquon's balls. Yeah, I want I want to, I want to lick them. I thought so. Chocolate, chocolate, salty balls. Oh, man, Philly, Philly has to do something, and I don't know if they're going to have Miles Sanders this game. Like he's he's one of my favorite players, you know, in the league too. I really like that kid. All right, next topic. We kind of seen Aaron Rodgers stink it up. You know, Josh Allen kind of stunk it up. You know, who's in this MVP discussion right now? What do you got? Who do I got? I got I got a monster. I got a monster. He's down there in Tennessee. I, I like Derrick Henry. I like Derrick Henry. I'd like to see running back. I'd like to see the running backs finally get their due. 
and, and finally be respected the way they should be like they were back in the day. Uh, it is not, a, it's, it's an undervalued position and I don't understand why it's, it's, it's behind quarterback. That's your most important position on the field. Um, he's got 588 yards so far this year, six touchdowns. He's averaging five yards, 4.8 yards a carry. I like Derrick Henry. He can go off for 200 yards at any minute. I mean, how, how do you debate that? Well, I mean, my obvious pick is going to be Russell, but we're not even going to talk about the 19 touchdowns and the 129 quarterback rating. I'm just not going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about the potentially could challenge him for that spot. I like Derrick Henry, but I'm also starting to like Kyler Murray, you know. I mean, Cam Newton got in with 35 touchdowns and 15 rushing. He actually might duplicate that stat. Maybe even yeah. a little better. I mean, yeah, Kyler. The potential's there. Yeah, Kyler might get 50 total touchdowns this year. and Nobody's talking about that. Um, well, I hear a lot about him because being out here in Arizona. but <laughs> Yeah, well, we got NFC East by, so people are still thinking that Dak Prescott's going to win the MVP. He might. <laughs> yeah, he's still hey. leading. Hey, all MVP is about is who sold the most jerseys this year. <laughs> there you go. Um, who would be another one? I think, no, he, I think, I think, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers. You put Aaron Rodgers in there. I think he kind of fell down for me. Um, he had one bad game. One bad game. That's all it probably takes. Still, probably still one of the most talented arms we've seen. I'm not taking him out of that discussion yet. I'm not saying he's not in the discussion. I'm just saying that he, he kind of falls down for me. That's all, that's all it takes is one game. I, don't know, know? I think Russell, Russell was magically not in the MVP discussion the year that Cam Newton won it after one I, game. <laughs> I, like, I like Derrick Henry, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. And, hell, just because he's the GOAT, I'll put Brady at four. He's going to sell the most jerseys. He went to a new team, shiny new jerseys. He got all the old Patriots fans grabbing up the Brady jerseys, the Buck jerseys with Brady's name on them. You got, you got all the people down in Tampa Bay snatching up Brady jerseys. And I like Lamar Jackson. So that's probably my, that's probably my five for MVP. I'm going to put Aaron Donald in that discussion too. I mean – That'd be beautiful. He, he, he's a monster. I hate the Rams, but I can't – can't stop watching him when he plays he, he's a beast that'd be beautiful I'd, I'd, I'd love to see the defense represented especially I, I, defensive linemen I got a conversation ready for you in like 10 years from now that he is the best defensive tackle to ever play the game top five lineman guaranteed yeah he might be I mean Reggie White was a defensive end yeah all right that's all I got there you got anything no, that's about it. Just, you know, make sure you guys are checking us out on Spotify, Anchor. And uh, we, just, we just got picked up today by Pocket Casts. So you should be able to listen to us on the go, the drive to work, lunchtime, or when you're getting paid to take a poop at work. All right, guys, we'll see you. I'm the Hawk. And I'm the Fat Man.